is the Big Church Podcast. Well, happy Mother's Day to all you mamas out there. I realize that things are way different this Mother's Day. I'll tell you, here at Big Church, it's so difficult to mail you a gift. Thank you to each person that nominated your mom so that we could mail them a gift this week. As a mom, I know you guys are wearing multiple hats. And right now, you're wearing many more hats than you normally do. Normally, you're a mom, you're the cook, you're the chauffeur, you're the uh, trainer, you're the nurse, you're all of that. But in this season, you guys have had to be the teacher. And I have talked to a lot of mamas, and I know this has been a hard season for you. But I want to share some funny memes about you mamas being a teacher. And I'm going to share two of my favorite ones. The first one, my most favorite, is you lied. My kids are not a joy to have in class. The second one is, when do we usually find out who the kids will have for teachers next year? I hope it's not me again. You know what? Moms, no matter how you're feeling right now, I want to let you know that you are doing better than you think you are. I think you're crushing it. And kids and dads, I'm just going to say, I know our moms uh, that opened the service said, hey, do something to make it special. I'm going to challenge you as well. Let's pray before we get started today. Father, we come to you today. God, we bless every mom, every mom. God, not just the ones that are online tonight or tomorrow, but God, every mom. Thank you for mothers. Thank you, God, that you have equipped them with nurturing. You've equipped them to raise the next generation of God kids. God, I thank you for them, and we bless them right now in Jesus' name. Hey, the title of my talk today is Steward Your Gift. The Bible says in Psalms 127, 3 through 5, it says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in a warrior's hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. My quiver's full. I've got four. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. I want to speak today about a woman mentioned only one time in the Bible. Her name is Jochebed. I worked really hard all week, making sure I did pronunciations on, on YouTube, making sure I had it correct. But let me tell you about Jochebed. The way she stewarded her gift made way for a major revival. And you may be asking, who is Jochebed? Exactly. But I bet you know her son. Her son is Moses. I love preaching about people that a lot of people don't know about because it reminds us, you know what? No matter what you're called to do, it's not about you. It's about what God has asked you to do. It's about him. And I want to tell you a little bit of the backstory. The Israelites had been in slavery for 400 years serving 
Pharaoh. And in Exodus 1, verse 20, it says, so God was good to the midwives and the Israelites continued to multiply, growing more and more powerful. And because the midwives feared God, he gave them families of their own. Then Pharaoh gave this order to all his people, throw every newborn Hebrew boy into the Nile River, but you may let the girls live. Let me break that down a little bit. God had given the Israelite midwives favor, and because they were growing in power, Pharaoh didn't like it. So he decided to drown every baby boy. And he did that so that he could stop their growth. And I'm sure some of you moms right now, and dads too, are ready to drown your kids after the 9,853rd day of quarantine. Just kidding. Kinda. But, you know, that situation with Pharaoh, doesn't that remind you of the pandemic we're in right now? Our economy was good. Unemployment was down. We were beginning to pay off debt. And our enemy, the devil, didn't like it. And voila, he's tried to stop growth. But that very place that Pharaoh was killing babies was the place that a life was spared. And not just a child's life, but the life of a nation. Genesis 50, 20 says, you intended harm. You intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. He brought me to a position so I could save the lives of many. Don't get discouraged. Everything, I repeat everything that the enemy has meant for bad, God will turn around for good. And that is the story of Jochebed, the mother of Moses. She had to give up her son not once, but twice, but God turned something really bad into something really great. Exodus 2, we're going to start at verse 1. It says, about this time, a man and woman from the tribe of Levi got married. The woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. But when she could no longer hide him, she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch. She put the baby in a basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile River. Hmm. The baby's sister then stood at a distance, watching to see what would happen to him. Soon, Pharaoh's daughter came down to bathe in the river and her attendants walked along the riverbank. When the princess saw the basket among the reeds, she sent her maid to get it for her. When the princess opened it, she saw the baby. The little boy was crying and she felt very sorry for him. This must be one of the Hebrew children, she said. Then the baby's sister approached the princess. Should I go and find one of the Hebrew women to nurse the baby for you, she asked. Yes, do, the princess replied. So the girl went and called the baby's mother. 
take this baby and nurse him for me, the princess told the baby's mother. I will pay you for your help. So the woman took her baby home and nursed him. Later, when the boy was older, his mother brought him back to Pharaoh's daughter, who adopted him as her own son. The princess named him Moses, for she explained, I lifted him out of the water. Mamas, can you imagine? I love this story because it's a beautiful example of what being a mother is all about. It's about being selfless. John 15, 13 says, There is no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. She, Jochebed, did what was best for her child and not what was best for her. And moms, I'm letting you know, I trust that you're doing that on the daily. Our children are a gift from God, but our children belong to God. They don't belong to us. They belong to him. But he chose us to steward them. And I know some days we have to remind ourselves, they're a gift. They're a gift. They are a gift. (laughs) I know that. Jochebed couldn't have been, Jochebed could have been selfish. But if she would have been selfish, selfish, and kept the baby and tried to hide them for him forever, he would have been killed. But her selflessness helped her to steward her gift. He was taken in by Pharaoh's daughter, and he grew up as an Egyptian. I just want you to imagine for a second how hard it would be as a mom watching them, carrying her son, parading him around as the prince of Egypt, knowing who he really was. She had to be in the shadows. She couldn't say, that's my son. Because you know, moms, that's what we do. Dads, that's what we do. We love to brag about our kids. She couldn't post about all of his success on social media back in those times and say how proud she was of him. You know, all of the things that we do. She had to be silent. But God knew what he was doing. He put Moses in the right place at the right time to be the prince of Egypt so he could see everything that was going on. And because Jochebed stewarded her gift, Moses was used to set his people free and bring revival to the whole nation. Wow. That is what happens when you steward your gift. Revival, you guys, is all about the simple acts of stewardship. It's doing things consistently. And consistency is the key to breakthrough with anything in your life. Moms, I want to encourage you that no matter what age your kids are, God is counting on you to steward your gift. But this talk today is not just for moms. And it's not just about stewarding our kids. Although God is counting on us to do that, it's a challenge to all of us to steward all of our gifts that God has given us. Stewardship is defined as the careful and responsible 
management of something entrusted to one's care. It's the careful and responsible management of something entrusted to one's care. You don't know who you're raising. They might be the next president, the next doctor, the next teacher, the next preacher, the next evangelist, the next world changer. You don't know. You are raising someone else's husband, someone else's wife, someone else's employee, and someone else's parent. You are raising an arrow in God's hands to do something amazing in the world today. So you have to steward your gifts well. God gives us gifts for him and not us. Our kids are for him. Our talents are for him. But he gives us the free will to decide how we're going to use them. We get to decide today. Are we going to steward our kids well? Are we going to steward every talent and gift God's given us? So take this stance today. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Because revival starts at home. You know, I, in my older years, decided I will raise them in the way that they should go, and they will not depart from that when they're old. My parents raised me in church, and listen, I, like many of you, I ran for a while. I was not always a preacher girl, let me just tell you. I have been, uh, we'll just leave it at that. Um, But I did not depart when I got old. I'm not old, but you know what I mean. I want to tell you a story about a family who steward their gifts well. It's a family in our church. Luke. He's our lead lighting guy. He plays on the worship team. Mac, she does all of the artwork around the church. And that that mural that you've seen, she did that. Allie, she's the lead of our social media. She's our graphic designer, and she's on staff. They're triplets, and they're 17 years old. But it doesn't stop there. Melissa is the lead of our marriage conference. She's a creative And she is a communicator. You heard her open the service tonight. And TJ, he is always behind the scene. He is the lead of our live service. He's on our executive board. Plus, he's our lead sound engineer. They not only stewarded their kids well, they steward their gifts well. It's a whole family that understand stewardship. Jochebed stewarded her gift, yet she died before she saw the deliverance of her people. Another mom that stewarded her gift, that passed away before she saw her investment come to fruition, was my mother-in-law. She believed in Pastor Rich and I so much. And on days when it got hard, on days when people said, there is no way you can do a a, a youth church, you won't be able to pay for it. She was like, hey, I've got the money. Let me invest in your dream. She invested, but she passed away before she got to see what God has done and what is yet to do. But I know 
Mama Brenda is in heaven looking down and saying, go, wretch, go, Mindy. And she is still seeing what she has done. So I want to leave you with three points to make up the acronym of mom, to remind you to steward your gifts because God has marked you for revival. First M, made for more. Don't you ever forget that Every time you choose to steward your gift, your children, your talents, God is elevating you greater in the kingdom. He has a purpose that only you can fulfill. And if you don't know what it is, I want to challenge you to pray and ask him because he answers us. He will let you know. And even though you are incredibly wonderful, you were made for more. There is more that's not only going to bless your heart, but it's going to make a difference. Oh, overcome every obstacle. Do the hard work. Get over your past. Get healed because it doesn't serve you and it doesn't serve others well. Listen, I used to get my feelings hurt by people who hurt me. Now I understand hurting people hurt people. I don't have to worry when they say things and do things that hurt me because now I look at it like something in them has kept them from getting healed. The second thing in this is ignore other people's opinion of you. You were created to please an audience of one, and that is Jesus. Learn from your past mistakes. And guys, we make them all the time. So it may be a mistake from yesterday, but learn from them and grow. Invest in yourself first by spending time with the Lord, then reading books, listening to podcasts, and being in a crew. And the last M, make no apologies for who God has called you to be. You are mom. You be the loving, nurturing, challenging, selfless mom that God has called you to be. And watch how you bring revival because it begins with you. It begins with prayer and it begins with sacrifice. It begins with you stewarding your gift. Mamas, I just want you to Lift a hand, but definitely lift your heart because I want to pray for you right now. Father, I thank you for every mom. I thank you, Lord, that you are using them in their children's lives and there are other moms watching them. And God, I just pray that you help them to steward their their children. You steward their talents. God, that you remind them that they were made for more, that you have given them a purpose only they can fulfill. Today, God, refresh them. Today, God, would you anoint them to do what you've called them to do today? Lord, bless them and bless them real good and kind of whisper sweet nothings in their kids' and husbands' ear to bless them too. In your name we pray, amen. Listen, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus or you know what, you may want to do over. 
you have may have walked away. Will you repeat this prayer after me? And I want you to let us know in the link below so that we can walk this thing out with you. Would you pray with me? Dear Jesus, I believe you died for me and want to have a relationship with me. I want to surrender my life to you. Please forgive me, make me new, and help me to run to you and not away from you. In your name we pray, amen. We hope you enjoyed this message on the My Big Church podcast. We thank everyone who has given to support this ministry. To find out more about how to support financially or more about Big Church, you may visit our website, mybigchurch.com. If you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area and don't have a church home, we would love to have you as our guest at Big Church. We are located at 7209 Faganbush Lane in Louisville, and we have worship services at 945 and 1130 every Sunday. Thank you again for listening to the My Big Church podcast.